SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, nine minutes after one o'clock, you are on Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Motina. Now, this story you're not going to like as much as I didn't really like it. 49 million rand has been spent to build toilets in Daviton. It's at extension 45 in Mayfield. And uh, the story goes that with all that money spent, you have residents that are calling for the demolition of those toilets. They were an odd sight for me. Okay, so I'm looking from the outside in and I thought it was a bizarre sight. This is an image for me that was a little bit out of context, out of place. I didn't quite understand what was going on here. So what do you see? You see toilets lined up in, you know, what seems to be a vacant piece of land. My first my first question was, what's going on here? Why would there be toilets where there are no houses? It turns out, no, 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 the toilets are phase one of a project that will be developing houses and so on. So it, I think the, the, the idea is to have the toilets built and then allocate them to an individual or an applicant, a family and so on, who will inherit the toilet alongside a home or a stand, and then they will be distributed like that. However, it has been a while and the distribution has not happened yet. It is in the process of happening, but it hasn't happened yet. In the meantime, residents are saying this is a nightmare. There is also looting of the infrastructure. So already these toilets are being vandalized. Okay, that's number one. Number two, there are other things happening. Crime is happening in that space. So I'm told rapes and so on and so on. And so the community is saying, well, break these down. Does it make sense? 49 million rand of infrastructure that the community is asking to collapse. I thought this is a bizarre story and I wanted to get to the bottom of the story. So we've invited MMC, member of the mayoral committee from human of the human settlement in Ekurleni, uh, MMC Lisibampia, who's on the line joining us. MMC, good afternoon and thank you very much for your time this afternoon. Good afternoon, Camilo, and thank you for the opportunity. All right. MMC, let's just get from you just the progression of this project. What was the plan with this particular piece of land and with the toilets? Well, uh, let me also start by greeting the listeners uh, of SAFM. The, the project in its, in its initial um, stage were, was a, a service stand program. So when we did our analysis is that residents were saying to us, please give us fully service then so that we can be able to build for ourselves. Mm. So this is one of the projects that we would have packaged to actually give residents fully service tents because at times mm. it, it actually takes a while for ultimate top structures or construction of houses to take place. Mm-hmm. So this is an initiative, it is a, <clears throat> an initiative from government to actually expedite the process of people having houses. Mm-hmm. Now, to also correct the figures, mm-hmm. it's not 49 million, but it's 45.9 million, which is the total cost of the project, whereas the, the scope is to build 632 stands. What has been spent to date is about 19.4 million. And uh, the reason is that we, we as government um, or the contractor cannot gain access to another portion of, of the stands which uh, residents have built on it. Now, the reason why 
some residents would say, let's demolish this, these, uh, these toilets uh, 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 partly. And I saw the gentleman who, because we've been doing consultative meetings on a, uh, on a continuous basis mm. without necessarily succeeding. Ultimately, the matter had to be taken to court so that we can be able to get an interdict to actually proceed with building these projects. The people who are saying, let's destroy these structures, are people who know that they will not necessarily benefit themselves. And for, for, for one or other reasons, either they are not South African citizens, as per the policy of the human settlement, or they have benefited before, amongst other reasons. So, so, so that's where the predicament is. It is residents who are resisting to actually vacate, be taken to a transit area so that the contractor can gain access to the other uh, portion of land to complete the project. Okay, so that's the one portion. Let's talk about the portion where you've already started. And there, it, I mean, it looks semi-complete to me, the portion that I'm referring to where there are t- standing toilets already. What's going on there? Why have you not handed out those, those, those stands or allocated those stands yet? Well, of course, it is uh, semi-completed. Part of completing the stands is also to have water meters installed in each and every stand. Before we can allocate a person, we have to give them water meters. They have to, already there's water and sewer reticulation, but for us to complete the network, there has to be water meters so that as a city, we can also start billing the person uh, with the usage of electricity. And of course, these service stands are where people would say, uh, for time being, I will put up my shack here or if I do have um, the necessary muscle, I'll start to construct my, my, my brick structure. Um, uh, but, but in a sense, uh, it can never be complete until such time we are able to have completion certificates from, uh, from certification of engineers, as well as occupancy certificate to actually legitimize the occupation of those particular citizens. Of course, there's only around 230 uh, uh, six stands that are complete and as, as I've said to date we have only spent about 19 million rent um, the, you know we are at local heads we are at a cul-de-sac because the community, some of the members who are ringleaders who know very well that they will not benefit from this project I, and I've already mentioned the reasons are mostly part of the reason why we cannot move uh, in the pace that we have desired on that particular project. I mean, part of what you're saying makes sense to me, but I'm also struggling with understanding then what are you going to do in the meantime because you have spent some money. It may not be the 49 yes. million, it's 19 million, as you said, 0.4 million. You have spent yes. some money. So in the interim, what's going to happen? Why are you not protecting the, the, the space where you've already spent money for infrastructure? Yes. Uh, look, when we when we award a contract or a tender to a contractor, we actually give them access to site as the city until the, the site has been fully completed. Then together with the engineers, they, certif- they certify the site, the site as completed and then they hand it over to the city as a finished product. So that process cannot continue, cannot happen because the contractor has not finished the project. Now, but then it means that. The, it, but the, does that then mean that the responsibility of looking after the site is also the responsibility of the contractor? So why are they not securing the space? It is certainly, it is certainly partly the responsibility of 
the contractor. Mm. But it, uh, we are not going to uh, start pointing fingers of who, of who de- we are taking responsibility of the situation on the, gro- on the ground. And we, we, we actually do agree with the public that it is an ISO. Mm. And hence, we, we, uh, part of what also delayed us is that the matter was, in, was subjudicated. It was a matter in court. It had really, uh, you know, it, it, um, it was a real impediment for us moving or continuing with the project. So what we've done, we've then said, because we've got 236 stands that are complete, let's start to, let's, let's, let's actually start a process of beneficiary administration so that we go back to the same community and start to pronounce to say, from this community alone, you do have 236 stands and they are coupled by 236 approved beneficiaries. We thought that it's, it's part of a responsible um, uh, a public participation project, but we want to put it on record that it is not as, 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 as rosy as it seems because uh, part of the people who are resisting are indeed ringleaders in their communities who are making sure that the project will not continue but because then, it will not personally benefit them. M- m- I hear you, Ms. Ampia. Why don't you prosecute them? Why don't you open court? Uh, why don't you open cases against people who are acting in a criminal manner? Isn't that simple? No, of course we have. Yeah. Of course we have. And hence I've, I've told you that the matter was taken uh, for, uh, for, for uh, judicial recourse. Mm. Uh, I gave an instruction, that, uh, an instruction that let's get an interdict on people who are going to be uh, disrupting the, the, the progression of the of, of the project, of course that has been taken. But also, we are not uh, necessarily in full control of what happens in the courts, as well as the time lapses that would have uh, that would implicate the, the the performance of the of the of the project. So we have done uh, as best as we can to approach the courts for recourse and so forth. We have tri- we have opened up cases against people who are disturbing the development of of this uh, of other people to, through the completion of this report we have tried all avenues and we are leaving our faith in the hands of law enforcement agencies. Alright, so we've got calls uh, uh, MMC, uh, lots of people who want to speak to you specifically from the Igurleni uh, 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 part of the world. 0891 if you want to weigh in on this maybe you know of the area I'm talking about maybe, and I'm told it's not only this area MMC, there are other, there's another area apparently also around Daviton with a similar kind of problem. Let's go quickly to Mutawung before you respond to that. Mutawung and Fosler is high. Hi, how are you, Pimelo? I'm well, how are you, Mutawu? I'm all right. Pimelo, I don't know where you started with Mr. Mutia. Eh. But uh, when you're talking about this issue of toilets in, in Davidton, mm. uh, he is alluding to 236 toilets in Davidton that are there. I know where they are mm. in, in that part of Davidton. But what is funny about all what he's saying, when he's mentioning that there is these people who are resisting uh, this uh, transformation to take place. Can he say the same about Katlehong? There in Katlehong, when you go to Zonki Zizwe, we do have those toilets. We are surprised why they are there. So if it is the same as what he's saying, then Mr. Mtia is lying. I don't think Katlehong and Davidon will be fighting for the toilets. Same people who are from different places. If he can just tell the ones that are in Katlehong, 
is he also saying it's 236 uh, toilets that have been built and there is no occupation, nothing is happening there at, the, at this uh, present moment. And uh, we we all asking ourselves, what is happening with these toilets there? Why is the government not doing anything? I think the only thing that must be done, we need an investigation. Surely something has happened there, Pimelo. I'm positive. Mr. Mpia, you want to respond to that? Yes, actually, I do know the toilets that he's referring to. They're in an area called Muleleki, extension 1 and 2. The scope of the project is 214, and indeed the 214 uh, toilets are complete, and they are ready for for allocation. Look, Pimelo, one of the things that we need to put on record is mm-hmm. that as a city of Ekuruleni, we need accreditation level 3, to administer uh, beneficiaries. Why is so it taking so long, Wena MMC? Why no, is let, this handing get, over I, taking so long? I'm getting there. Right. Remember, I'm the representative of the city of Ekurule. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring in uh, technical imp- impediments on, on why this thing takes long. So for us to be able to, co- to speed up, we need to have accreditation level three. That allows us to actually speed up beneficiary administration. That, that rests with the province and national. We've had several engagements mm. which are progressing well with MEC Maile and uh, the, the minister, uh, who, 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 who Minister Sisulu, at, at, before she came back to the ministry. And I can tell you now, Pimelo, that it's part of the administrative glitches mm. that actually hamper service delivery. And, and we say that for us to be able to speed it up as a city, mm. all of these functions have got to rest with the city. But most unfortunately, we have completed uh, the, the toilet. The beneficiary administration rests with another arm of government. But we can, I can safely say that the process, that in, in terms of these Moneleki pro, pro, uh, extension for allocations, allocations are underway. Beneficiaries are approved to the project, and we will be doing allocations uh, in a not so distant future. And in a not so distant future, I'm saying the timelines yeah. will never be more than two months. Let me, let me ask you this. When you communicate, I mean, what you've just said to me now is, 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 is good information. It's important information. Does the community understand that, that there are uh, parts of this, this that don't, does not sit with you? It sits with national, it sits with provincial, and, almost, you know, it, in a way, your hands are tight. Do they understand that, or are you not communicating that effectively? Look, I, I also want to say in, in good faith, uh, we don't want to shift internal problems to communities but we do have an efficient stakeholder engagement of all of these projects we have established project steering committees they sit with they sit with department uh, on a on a frequent basis where we are able to explain and the reason why there has not been so much uh, protest in ekuruleni uh, probably cont- contributes to the fact that our information is out there to, to the community leadership, to the world councillor, and ultimately to the communities. I can tell you without fear, without failure, that we are in communities almost on a, on every weekend. As a matter of fact, every weekend we are we are in communities explaining the progress of of, of projects, explaining uh, SMMEs participation as well as labour issues. So yes, the information is out there for the communities to know. My my last question to you is. 
you know, knowing what you know now, after all of this, you do want to still deliver on service delivery. How will Absolutely. you do things differently next time so that you don't find yourself in this kind of a situation? Well, to speak to one issue that I've said, it's, it's, a, it's an internal impediment. Mm-hmm. And I've said that our discussions are progressing well. To have a steering committee between the province and the city, uh, before even the, the accreditation level three is migrated to us, because that is an important function where beneficiary administration is done. It also speaks to a particular grant. So that grant rests with the province. So what we've done, we've formulated a steering committee between the province, the city, as well as community leadership, as well as councillors, to make sure that we expedite immediately when projects are complete, we expedite on, 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 on beneficiary administration, ultimately on allocations. All right. As I said, you know, that, that is the one part where you can only do so much, you know, that you still rely on other people. I am wondering if you would still do the things the same way. Would you still build and wait for as long as you have? It, it is, number one, an ISO, as you said. Number two, you have yes. community members that are agitated. Number three, you yes. still rely on, on another wing of government. It sounds to me like maybe there's a better way to do this. I, I mean, I'm not sure whether you've, you've thought about another way of doing this, but it sounds to me like something about about the way this is done could have been a bit more efficient. Absolutely. And as I said, the best way to do it is when the city is given accreditation three. In terms of the built environment, the local authorities have got to get accreditation one, two, and three. And, And the authority in this regard is national and provincial government. The discretion lies with them, okay? But we don't want to sit here and start pointing fingers. Hence, I'm saying to ourselves that as a city, we've taken an initiative to say, hang on, since this has not yet happened, because we are in discussions with the minister as well as the, the MEC for, for, for Human Settlements to say, can you please migrate this function to ourselves so that we can speed up this portion of service delivery as a city? Those discussions, I've said, are progressing well. If we do get accreditation level three, I can tell you we are going to be able to circumvent a lot of time delays and there's going to be a lot of progress. But however, mm-hmm. while that has not yet happened, mm-hmm. we have moved with a steering committee where we have a beneficiary administrative wing of the province stationed in the city that when projects are complete, let's start to do beneficiary administration so that we can... Because we don't want to end up approving or allocating wrong people. You need to understand that this criteria is, is very stringent. Yeah. We don't want to be able to, we don't want to end up, you know, um, uh, doing wrong on our own policy uh, 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 position. Mm-hmm. So we have to be thorough. It has to be well thought. And I think uh, that is the best way. Yeah. If we get this accreditation level three, there will be a lot of proper movement. All right. Thanks very much. I really appreciate the time you've given us, MMC Lisi Bampia, who is uh, the human settlement in Kuruleni. And uh, we've said to, he said to us two months. We'll hold him to it. We'll get back to this issue. Two months is not a long time. And uh, we'll ask you to, to tell us whether in this two months have you been allocated the, the spaces that he says will be done within two months. We'll get back to the issue. We will not forget. And uh, we'll, we'll hold him to account. All right. We're taking your calls on 891 104 207.